Welcome to episode 24 of the Lonely Fan Sports Show. I am Josh Anderson. In this episode, we will tackle the Monster Energy Supercross Series, Dallas number 3. That will be round 12 of 17 before they enter their two-week break. And it was a tough round for Ken Roxon. He led most of the race, got a spectacular start, got a pass in the heat race on Cooper Webb. And even Cooper Webb went down in the heat race after Chase Sexton passed him, but it wasn't enough. Cooper Webb wins again. You know, there's a few things about this race. I actually kind of kind of thought about in this race, I, I actually thought that, you know, Ken Roxon was going to win. I, I, I thought maybe a good start here, you know, the heat race. He looked dominant. Uh, Webb was not making the same rhythm. He was going inside on the rhythm section, and uh, Roxon was going outside in the heat race. So, obviously, Roxon was going faster. And then after Roxon made the pass, Webb made the adjustment, but it was just too late, and... Also, Sexton was going faster than him anyway, so Sexton made the pass. Sexton wasn't going to make that much contact with him in general. Webb went down. So the one thing that is confusing to me overall is how in the hell Cooper Webb got that gate pick. I, I really would like to know. I I, I don't know. I, I Maybe somebody needs – I haven't really looked into the other podcasts or anything or haven't read too much into it, but – Right now, that is just how does he get? He should have had he the tenth gate pick. There is no way he should have had the gate right next to Ken Roxon. I don't even care if that rut was a little crooked, because that rut was not as bad as the rut that uh, Roxon had to try to go for the previous week, or at least um, uh, whatever that was, either two weeks ago or last week. Either way, uh, Webb rode a great race. He needed to run with Roxanne, and he had Tomac and Barsha right behind him the entire race. He made the pass when he needed to. He actually had the speed, which I've said in previous podcasts, I didn't think he had. I felt that Tomac was actually the fastest rider, but uh, uh, for some mystical reason, again, Tomac just doesn't have it this season where he had where he can make the pass and it, it was glaringly showed where Cooper Webb has it this season so either way uh Cooper Webb is at least uh four to five rounds away from becoming your monster energy supercross champion for the second time there's no doubt about it now uh, Roxon, I think, would have to win at least four out of the last five rounds to win a championship, and I, I really don't see that happening anymore. Uh, uh, for Roxon, just disappointing. He he led uh, 19 of the uh, 19 laps. If this was the old format, main if this was the old format where it was 20 laps. It would be interesting to see if he was able to win, but obviously this is 20, 20 minutes, so that was kind of a moot point. Uh, Eli Tomac now, like I said, I felt he was, again, the best rider, 
but obviously since he didn't get the uh, start with Roxton and Webb, he, he just, for some mystical reason, he just doesn't have the ability to make the aggressive move this season to make the pass. So unlike earlier in the season, he has been able to uh, pass Barsha. So I, I don't know why later this season he feels comfortable to make these passes. Uh, if Earlier in the season, if he would have made these, maybe he would be closer in the points. But since uh, I, I don't know what the hell has happened now compared to earlier. But either way, he, he ran a good race and he's found his pace. Like I said, if you're a Tomac fan like I have been, where the hell has this been? And I, I just, I don't know. He's going to finish third in points, and uh, it's just, is this going to be the last few rounds as an Eli Tomac fan? Because that's what basically what we could be looking at, and we'll see what he has for outdoors. Uh, Justin Barsha ran a great race, uh, got fourth place. Uh, he ran the pace of the leaders. Uh, you know, when looking at Barsha, this has been his best season if he, uh, that I've seen from him as a professional's career. It's been his most consistent. I feel that uh, maybe if he can get a whole shot, he can win a race. I just haven't seen him get that whole shot placement yet. He's always been about, uh, about fourth, fifth place behind the leader, and he just hasn't had the leader's pace, just maybe that second to fourth place guy. Either way, it's his, uh, going to the gas gas was the correct decision for him. And maybe uh, it will be interesting to see what happens to him outdoors because obviously since he has this newfound consistency on speed, uh, outdoors should be wonderful to see him too. Uh, Jason Anderson finished fifth. Uh, he, he did not have the pace of the top four, but he was the next best guy obviously on that uh good for him on getting that pace you didn't get to see him on tv at all but if you if you look at the lap times good good pacing for him uh it's just for him this is what you're looking for a top five finish off after a disappointing start what you're looking for him is this good finishes uh obviously we don't know what's going to happen with the rockstar team with the rockstar funding and then his contract is up. Where is he going to go? He is a former champion, and he has a race win potential. So we'll have to see on that one. Malcolm Stewart gets sixth. This is his best finish in a while. Uh, he is battling Aaron Plessinger for, uh, obviously, he's battling for the top five in points. So uh, he right now is behind by four points in that tally. So he needs to keep beating Aaron Plessinger if he wants to be top five in points. It would be interesting to see what his contract looks like in that nature. But sixth is good for Malcolm. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez got seventh. That is his best finish in a while. We have not, uh, he's been kind of MIA lately. Uh, barely getting top 10s, uh, a lot of DNFs from crashes or running into people. So uh, that's a turnaround from Dylan. Uh, as I said, mentioned before in other shows, it's it's really just going to be crash or uh, starts on him. He, he's got to figure that out. Uh, you know, outdoors, he's going to be able to uh, wear certain riders down, obviously, but he's got to work on starts for Supercross or he's never going to do anything. 
Uh, eighth place was Joey Savacci, another top 10 finish for him. That's basically what you're looking for. For Joey, if he wants to do anything in the future, he's he's going to have to work on that start. So, and qualifying, too. Uh, that's another thing that he's going to have to work on. Uh, Aaron Plessinger, after a about a three-race stretch of his best performances of his career, uh, only ninth. Uh, not a good start here. Uh, qualified seventh going into the main. Uh, started 11th, only finished 9th, wasn't able to do much in this race. So uh, you're going to get those for Aaron, but uh, he's still 5th in points. So still a good year for him. Uh, Dean Wilson finished 10th, finally didn't have to go to an LCQ. That was uh, good for him. Uh, Brock Tickle got 11th after miss. Uh, good for him on not being injured because that uh, kind of scary for him. Uh, he... Uh, Obviously missed uh, Tuesday's race, but uh, for, for crashing in the LCQ, but bounced back in this race. Finished 11th. Uh, Vince Freezy finished 12th. It's just Vince. You're just never gonna see him on TV. Vince, obviously, I, I don't know if it's a new bike or whatever, but he's not getting the starts like he did in previous years. So uh, Roxon is getting starts in, in with his bike and a Honda, but Vince, I don't know if it's a 21. 21 bike, whatever. He's not getting the starts like he used to. Uh, Max Anstey finished uh, career best 13th. He is getting better, which is great to see. And, and obviously with the lone, um, well, Hart Raft is, I, I'm sorry, I was going to say lone Suzuki. But uh, uh, with the, ever since he's come back from injury and uh, he has a long learning curve in 450 Supercross, but Anstey is getting better. And obviously, with finishing behind certain factory riders not being there, uh, I'll get to those riders in a minute. But outside of that, An Anstey is getting closer to closer to top 10 finishes. And that's great for him. And if he can remain healthy getting to outdoors, he could be challenging for top fives and podiums. So that's what you're looking for for that team and for sponsors. Good for him. Uh, Mitchell Oldenburg got 14th. That's what you're looking for for Mitchell. Obviously, he's filling in for Justin Brayton, who has a wrist injury. I honestly, I'm going to assume Brayton may miss the rest of the year. It's getting pretty late, uh, so it's kind of sad for Jason Wygant, who is a fan. Uh, Kyle Chisholm made another main event. He got 15th. Uh, Marty Davalos got 16th. Uh, Justin Starling, he won the LCQ. He got 17th. Uh, Brandon Hartraft, he made it through the LCQ. He got 18th. Uh, Alex Ray, uh, he was an interesting case. He made it through the LCQ. He made it in the last spot. He he actually uh, he was in the fifth place in the LCQ, and you know when he I didn't think he was gonna make it in. But he made one hell of a charge and in the last few corners made contact with Cade Clayson, knocked him off the track, and then uh, was able to make the last transfer spot. That was, uh, I, um, for Alex Ray, it's kind of, he didn't finish the main. I don't know if it's a, a parts issue or if he just, I don't know what happened, but uh, good for uh, A Ray on uh, making a main event. He's uh, kind of an up and down year. Uh, he's landed on uh, Freezy's bike. He's had COVID, so 
he's got to finish strong here. He's going to do it all of outdoors, so hopefully he can make the last five races. Obviously, a bunch of guys have gotten hurt, so the opportunities are going to be there for A-Ray. Uh, hopefully, Kate Clayson also makes the main, but A-Ray made one hell of a charge to get to the uh, get to the uh, main event, and that's what you're looking for A-Ray to do. Uh, Tyler Bowers was 20th. Now for Bowers, obviously his program isn't the same as the last few years, so uh, it's just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bowers is not going to be there after this season. It, it's just, uh, without the enough support, he's, he's um, uh, riders like uh, Kate Clayson and Alex Ray are starting to beat them. Uh, Chase Sexton went down, went down pretty hard. Uh, you saw his visor gone. Uh, it's just starting to get rough for Chase Sexton. It's just, it's just one of those things where uh, you can tell, like with Adam Cincerello, get crashing, getting hurt. Same thing is happening with Ferrandez and Chase Sexton. It's just going to take him a couple years to finish. Uh, sorry, to uh, figure out the Supercross aspect. It's hard for rookies, be like uh, Ryan Dungey, to come in and win a championship. It's just, it's just super hard. Eventually, they'll figure it out. It's just one of those things. And then Marvin Muscan, it just uh, finished in last place. I, 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 Marvin's 10th in points has not been a good year for Marvin Muscan. His starts aren't there. He's crashing all over the place. He hasn't had the pace of other riders. So I, I don't know what is going to happen with Marvin Muscan. It's the last year of his contract. So we'll have to see if he comes back anymore. Uh, for uh, 2022 all right so point standing cooper webb now has a 15 point points lead with two weeks off over ken roxon eli tomac is almost mathematically eliminated in third place barsha is fourth plessinger is fifth uh, malcolm stewart is sixth uh, jason anderson is seventh Dylan Ferrandez is 8th, Joey Savacci is ninth, and Marvin Muscan is 10th. Now, there's actually going to be, when looking at the points here, I actually said that um, Aaron Plessinger and Malcolm are battling for 5th uh, in points, but actually, because Jason Anders Anderson is actually you know coming on strong here for the last 5 rounds, Aaron actually has to worry about... Uh, uh, Jason now so for it's going to be a three-man battle for fifth and points obviously I don't know how much Jason worries about fifth and points but Aaron and Malcolm are gonna gonna have to wrestle that one out so that was the 450 for Supercross uh 250 uh it was a pretty upfront it was a pretty uh slow or quiet race uh Justin Cooper got the whole shot and pretty much dominated the main you kind of thought the whole season was going to be like this but uh justin cooper has struggled on the starts uh it's kind of a trend so i don't know when he comes back if that's going to continue um the one thing the one positive sign that i saw was cameron mcadoo was able to consistently the majority of the race match justin cooper's pace it was only the latter half of the race where it got up to three to four seconds but the majority of the race it kind of hung around the 1.4 to two second range and that's what McAdoo has to do so if Justin Cooper 
has a bad start, which he has had a lot of these races, it uh, it could be McAdoo's championship. Right now, the championship is only, McAdoo is only down two points, and Hunter Lawrence is only down six points. So it, it's right there for uh, McAdoo to win this championship. So first place was Cooper, second was uh, McAdoo, and then third place was Seth Hamaker. He uh, benefited from Hunter Lawrence. I'll get to him in a second. For Hamaker, uh, he had some drama himself. He uh, kind of crashed with um, uh, Cody Shock, which uh, dented his um, pipe. So he didn't have full power with his bike. But he was a- actually running some faster lap times than Justin Cooper, which is extremely impressive. And he gets another podium on the year. It will be interesting to see what Hammaker does next season to attempt to win the championship. Uh, for Hammaker, that will move him up to sixth in points. He is about 20 points down on the championship. He's had a couple down races. I, I don't think he realistically can leapfrog uh, four other riders or five other riders for the championship. But Hammaker has had an extremely impressive Supercross championship, so next year should uh, uh, next year should make him a title favorite. Jalik Spall, fourth place. He is getting better week to week. That is what you kind of wanted to see from him going forward. Obviously, uh, his first year, uh, it was kind of a disappointment. Obviously, he benefited from a lot of guys getting hurt, finishing in the points for the point status. So it was for him and uh, um, uh, for Samoda, you weren't really impressed with what, where they finished. But uh, this season, you are starting to be a little impressed. So fourth place is where you are looking. Now, Hunter Lawrence finished fifth. He, he should have got a podium this race, and he probably should have. He would have lost the points lead, but he probably would have been a little bit closer to McAdoo. But the fact of the matter is he made a mistake, jumped too far, and then he lost the bike and went into the nets. Obviously, And then he, uh, he caught the nets where he hung on. The bike went off the uh, bull turn. Either way, he got back on the bike, was able to finish fifth. Uh, he didn't get injured, which was good for him. Uh, he is impressive to me. I, uh, I didn't think he was going to have this much talent on Supercross. Obviously, I thought he was going to do better than a Thomas Covington type. But uh, winning races and finished podiums, I didn't think this was anywhere near his talent level. But he's impressing me. So uh, we'll have to see if he can beat McAdoo or uh, Justin Cooper consistently. And the bike is good. So we'll have to see. Uh, Garrett Marchbanks finished sixth. Uh, Marchbanks probably also could have had a podium too, but Marchbanks, he, he had a rough day in general. He went down in the heat race where he hurt his arm, had to go through the LCQ, and then he went down in the main event. So that he pretty much was sore the whole rest of the way. He had a, he went down to about 9-10th. He had to battle his way up back to 6th. Uh, that rescued his way where he is now tied for 4th place in points. So... His championship hopes are a little bit rough where he's 15 points down, but he can still have a he can still win a race if he is at least healthy enough to do that with at least a couple of weeks off. Uh, Chris Blos is finished seventh. 
good for him. Kyle Peters finished eighth. Uh, Nate Thrasher finished ninth. That's uh, a rebound for him and Jarrett Fry. Both of them ninth and tenth. Uh, for Jarrett Fry, obviously he didn't make the main on Tuesday. And for Nate Thrasher, those are basically way better results than what they were getting earlier in the year. That's what you're looking for is improvement for them. Uh, Jace Owen, uh, they said on the telecast that he is a, he's racing with a torn ACL. So that's impressive that he's getting 11th. Uh, Carson Mumford, 12th. Obviously, I thought he would be doing a lot better than what he is. But um, anyway, anywhere is better up than making mains. And getting 12th is better than what he did at the, or at the original race of the season. So uh, good for him. Uh, Dominique Theory, 13th. Uh, Cody Shock, uh, he was running third at the start of the race. He did finish 14th. But the one thing I'll say about Cody, he was dead last. He made contact, as I said, with uh, Hamaker, which uh, he was down, and it took him a little bit to get going. But he rode up from last to 14th with an impressive ride. He's ninth in points and only a few points away from uh eighth place and he's still beating a factory uh multiple factory riders so cody shock good for you my my boy uh cedric Subaras finished 15th uh robbie wageman finished 16th uh enzo lopes finished 17th cheyenne Harmon versus 18 uh finished 18th uh calvin finished 19th hardy munoz finished 20th Michael Hicks finished 21st, and Derek Kelly finished 22nd. Now, the last thing I'll I'll mention here is Jerry Robin. I I really don't know what's going on with Jerry. I, I'm mistaken. I I finished I think with like about 243 or 246 in fantasy. I can't remember what I looked at, but I don't know what's going on with Jerry Robin. He's a sal. He he's National number 77. He finished multiple, multiple mains in 250 class in 2019 on the West Coast. So I don't know what's going on this season. It's a disaster. But for fuck's sakes, Jerry, I love you, man. But get your shit together, buddy. I, I just, I, you had a mid-pack start. You should have beat a lot of these guys. Your LCQ starts are fucking dreadful. I just, come on, buddy. Let's get your shit together. So, uh, Supercross will be two weeks off. So, uh, after that, they will have a three Atlantas, where they'll do a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. And then they will have a two Saturday following races in Utah. And then that will be it. That will be it for the Supercross season. And then I will keep doing podcasts for the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross season. And then uh, 12 rounds of that. So uh, my next podcast here will be uh, the and reviewing a, a week later than I want to do, but obviously stuff happens, uh, will be the NHRA Gator Nationals. Uh, so after I'm done recording this. And then I will uh, uh, talk about... Um, uh, I need to watch the Justice League version of the uh, Zack Snyder version of that. I still need to watch that. 
Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong comes out March 31st, so I will review that as well. Uh, today, I or sorry, last night, I watched the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so I will give a, uh, a series review of that. Uh, so far in the first episode, I extremely enjoyed it. So uh, that's on tap for podcasts. So thank you for listening to uh, this episode, and see ya.